0: Alright, it's Kromis here again with... Mr. Bunnyman! And this is another episode of Black and Yellow. It's been...
1: Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow. It's been... We don't even maybe keep a year. track anymore. It's
0: been a minute. This is the most infrequent a podcast year? ever. Is it really? Uh, it might have been. It I'm, might.
1: Oh wow, it could be a year. I was thinking today, it's not a podcast. It's just like... A hangout that we record.
0: Yes. We'll try to do it <laughs> more frequent. But yeah, sorry. It Like, I have... It's okay, life goes on. Well, the problem is, is that... I hate doing the podcast out of this fucking garage. Oh yeah, and makes it harder. Yeah, and I'm still building the building in my backyard. It's almost done, but once that's done, uh, didn't you
1: say that a year ago?
0: Yes, I did a year ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't almost a year ago. Definitely wasn't almost it's done. It's
1: Definitely, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now I have like it's the building is built. I have insulation. I have both layers of drywall in. Um, basically, we just we have to tape over like all the seams, which is that's mostly done. Mud the seams, which is mostly done. And then texture, paint, and the floor. After that, I can move in. Mm. And so we're like probably like two weeks away of like, well, actually, two to three days of work away oh, nice. from me moving all of this equipment into that building. Nice. So I just we just need to do it. And I can't start on this weekend this weekend because um, tomorrow me and KMac we're going to the Ritz Carlton in San Francisco and being pinky up for the fucking weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pinky's up. She doesn't know yet though.
1: Oh look at yeah.
0: that! We're, we're gonna go there, and we're getting a, a nice couples massage. Mm-hmm. Then we're having a nice dinner, mm-hmm. and then we're staying in the Ritz Carlton. And then I think Saturday I keep it kind of free, but we're gonna do some cool shit. Cool, so, yeah.
1: How often do you do that type of stuff?
0: Uh well, it's harder now that I mean we have a, a toddler, mm-hmm. so you know it's, it's difficult. But I try, you know, once twice a year. We try to go out and like do something cool.
1: Do you watch stand up?
0: Stand up, like comedy? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What, what comedians do you like
0: uh dave chappelle uh what is it what's the guy's name uh bill burr i like joe rogan uh bill burr is like probably one of my favorite comics like, yeah it's right pretty hilarious dave chappelle yeah for sure yeah i actually tried to, I, I was watching uh that ronnie, ronnie Ch- Chang. yeah yeah sorry i heard my kid yeah, that's yeah, okay. yeah i was like what just happened there um yeah yeah have you saw his stuff
1: he, I thought it was it was funnier than I expected it to be. Me too. It was on he Netflix. He said a lot yeah. of stuff that did actually have me rolling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He seems. Yeah, I mean, he was funny. So I don't know what to say. I think um uh it was interesting that he's kind of like a foreign Asian. You know, like a. Is that a thing? Well... In no, I'm just of, kidding. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's almost like a double neg- negative. But, I mean, like, um, he's not really Asian-American.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's... He's Asian... First-generation Asian-American, I guess. I mean, first, right? Because he immigrated. He's well,
1: it depends. Because some people think first means you have to be born here.
0: Okay. Well, I just... I want to make it as least offensive as possible. Because, to me, I don't give a shit where you're from, as long as you're cool. You know what I mean? No, I, I don't care either. But yeah. I am
1: I think funny is funny. But uh, I'm just saying, like... Uh, I don't know if he. I don't know. I don't think I was saying anything about it. Actually.
0: Well, I think that it. Let me. I guess bring it around. It lends to his comedy because for him, like a lot of American stuff was like new to him, especially like the abundance and shit like that. Like, he's making fun of like the way they live. Yeah, we live our lens lives on it. It's a good yeah. lens on it. I uh-huh. think that's like really cool.
1: And he did make some cool points, you know. And he was he was funny, but um, but the reason why I bring that up is I was curious. Is is there? Have you heard any stand up about like? kids and are there any that you identify with now that you have i mean you already you already had a kid but well in terms yeah of raising this little uh
0: well it's recently you know there's been i'm trying to think there's been a few i like a lot of stand-up comedians they don't talk about their kids
1: well like when they do they'll talk about wanting to kick them in the face or yeah like, i definitely
0: want to do any of that you don't feel that so. no 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 so i'm i'm like a kind <laughs> of uh Unique, I'm not gonna say, but like you
1: seem pretty chill with it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, now this is why I say it, I'm so that's of what unique. happens when you yeah. have a
1: good salary, it helps you have a more comfortable child raising
0: uh, yeah. situation. I, I don't, I don't live <laughs> in the land of um, what do you call it? It's like abundance, and what was the other one? Jesus Christ, I was just talking about this the other day, and I've been drinking today. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, the opposite of abundance. What is it called? Scarcity. Scarcity. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bunny Man. No worries. That's what I'm here for. I am no longer in scarcity. I, I'm I am in abundance, and also an older person. Mm. So what, when I had my my uh, my older daughter, um, if she listens to this, um, this might explain some shit to you. Uh, I hope you listen to this when you're in your 20s and not right now when you're a teenager still. Um, she's 17 right now, by the way. Mm. And I think right now, if she heard this, she'd be angry. <laughs> but listen, what what I, I had my oldest daughter she's when I was listening. Yeah, when I was 20. <laughs> Oh, actually, one of her friends listens to the oh, Black really? and the Black Times of Sydney she podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, you know, when I was younger, I was like, I was 22 years old when she was born. Uh-huh. I was in the Marine Corps. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. And so I as,
1: was... As 99% of men don't at that age.
0: Yeah. And so, and I also, I wasn't... We're morons. I was not brought up in the best circumstances like i was literally in a foster home at part of my life for a couple of weeks because of the way that my my parents abused me and my brother mm-hmm. and so obviously that right there will tell you that I'm not the best you know childhood mm-hmm. and so f- to me like the way i went handle situations as a younger man at 22 um was wasn't an ideal mm-hmm. and me being older and seeing like the way that it affected much you know my child and the way that I was being not as smart or really taking in everything into account that I could have at that age or at any age mm-hmm. oh I think was a detriment to uh my oldest daughter I, I mean look all... let's
1: face it she took some knocks because of it it's yeah. just like us when we you know you grow up with a broken home then you're gonna take yeah. knocks and th- and that's what happens but i think uh each generation it still gets a little better yeah um, yeah and and obviously she's not having it as as bad as you did
0: no definitely not. <laughs> so no, no.
1: so but i understand what you're saying and it's kind of almost like she would be mad because there's it's like now you're kind of doing it better this time oh yeah i'm, I'm doing
0: a lot and, and, and when you're younger you're like well fuck you dad yeah, you know yeah, because yeah. you're doing it. i had to learn from like mistakes that i made and, and i hope that you know as she gets older that she will see that the mistakes that she made when she was younger you know what i mean um and that she'll grow from them but i i definitely learned from my oldest daughter like how to raise a child and it's yeah. not to say that our roles are all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, you know, I brought her up all fucked up. I'm just saying that there were things that I definitely could have improved upon. Of course, had I had wisdom, at objectively, as, yeah.
1: You know, and uh, but I think here's the thing, though. I think this is the equalizer. Is what I've noticed now that I'm older as well, and, and seeing how people grew up, uh, you know, the people that I knew from childhood or, you know, things like that. Um, if you're a parent and at least your kid knows that you love them like yes. they really know that and believe it and they see it and feel it then uh there is a really good chance for them to to be all right you know the ones that that lean towards not being all right where it's like you gotta really regret your shit <laughs> is like you know when when they don't feel that love because then yeah. then they can really let their uh the dark side take over you know what I mean
0: yeah and I, you know so I think your kid will be fine man yeah she's, she's, she is yeah. she looks
1: like a good person she looks like she's she's uh you know doing her thing but but uh well you know. the,
0: the problem with me though is that you know i when when me and my ex got divorced mm-hmm. like a lot of shit happened and i have purposefully not told you played her too much eminem well no I'm i I, I didn't tell her the entire story like what happened because uh, I, I wanted to preserve like her relationship with her mother which yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I i in retrospect maybe i shouldn't have done that but at the same time, I, I didn't oh, want to destroy man. her childhood. I you think, know what I mean? to be
1: honest, there's actually because my dad did the same thing with me. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that. I kind of briefly thought about that literally today. Is like, I am actually glad that neither of my parents actually went full tilt throwing each other under the bus.
0: Well, if, well, that's the thing is that my my ex threw me under the bus. Well, that, that's yeah. good that
1: you're you're not because you can you can uh, take the. But I think if um you know perhaps when she's older. Yeah. she needs to get to a certain age where she can look back and then uh, you know, in the meantime if you continue to give her love, then eventually when she's older if if it gets brought up, then you could probably find a way to explain it, you know, where it's not going to destroy anything but just rather enhance her understanding of the situation, you know yeah one, one time, like for instance my my, my dad <laughs> like I, I asked him once I was like if because he's telling me how you know him and my mom were just like, they don't hate each other, but they, they they weren't meant to be together, you know? Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, well, if you were so incompatible, why did you marry her? And you know what he said? He said, well, at the time, I thought all women were the same. <laughs>
0: Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, that's a terrible God. answer. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: I was like, that is the most, because, I mean, you got to remember, though, he came from a third world, yeah, yeah. war-torn country that's very, very patriarchal. And so, I was like, wow, my dad doesn't know anything about women. I'm like, because, and he told me, and even as, like, a youngster, I was able to process how dumb that was. (laughs) Like, how, like, ignorant. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, so, I never wanted to make that mistake, obviously. But, um, I mean, you know, but at the same time, he didn't, he never, uh, spoke about my mom in a way that would, would have, like, made me want to punch him or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, so I don't know, it's, it's, that's a tough, I think that's one of those things that eventually you'd have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting, because the thing is, like, with me. Just leave
1: a note, though, in case, like, Yeah. you know?
0: Well, I, I literally have, like, if she, if she ever wants, like, any proof of, like, what I'm saying, uh-huh. I have it all. Oh, like, yeah, there we go. I so have, like, literal, like, do. proof.
1: You need to, what you need to do is just, <laughs> just. Hit your Gmail.
0: Yeah, it's in my Gmail. Hit, hit yeah. on
1: hit on the send later. <laughs> hit on the send later. Yeah. Do like twenty thirty. I'm just
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> and then it just schedules send.
0: Well, because it's funny, because <laughs> it's literally hilarious because it's all in Gmail. Because like we, um, when I was overseas, like when we had like our big falling out, mm. is when I was in Qatar, mm. and like it was, this is was all like texting back and forth through uh, mm. uh, you know Google Talk. And so like everything's there like everything that she said that she was going to do and then like didn't do and shit that she didn't tell me that she, that she did and all like it's all there. And if I just send it to her, it, but the problem is is that if she, you know, it would shatter her opinion of her mother and that's why I don't want to bring it up because for right now she she's not super happy, but if I did that it would be a super detriment to like her life in general. So not only
1: that, there's a psychological blowback effect of she's gonna be unhappy with you as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so I would say but if her friend is listening, be a good friend and don't say anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well hopefully he doesn't listen to this because I don't think he list, I don't know if he listens to black and yellow, but I know he at least watches like our live streams and listens to some uh, okay. of our he probably doesn't our, care about black and yellow. Yeah. But uh but we're the it, coolest podcast. Case. I'm just saying. It is true. <laughs> yeah. It is
1: true. But just in case keep your mouth shut. Um
0: but even still if you did tell her I wouldn't I wouldn't show it to her until she's ready.
1: Yeah, that's so, true. That's a good point, you know. And maybe that's enough. Maybe that's all she needs to know.
0: Yeah. Cuz I, I haven't said anything yeah. that said like what she did. Yeah. I just yeah. hinted to it and I have receipts. So what would you do? Yeah. I, I'm not going I'm <laughs> no, not going to talk about it.
1: <laughs> I don't really want to. Know. Yeah,
0: my my but, uh super close friends, know, if you want to know, I'll tell you off off the podcast. <laughs> um, but it's it's some pretty Real fucked up shit.
1: So, you know what? When... I got a question, though. When when that was happening, were you, de- like, emotionally just being destroyed? Or was it... Were you angry? Or was it, like... Uh, uh, like, what kind of emotions were you going through?
0: Yeah, so... W- what happened was... It, I mean, it sent me into, like... Super... De- I, I, I already... I have depression. Yeah. So... And to me, it like, I spiraled into depression. But I figured out... Um, One of the things that for me and probably most people is that if you're depressed, one thing that happens is if I figured out like one of the temporary cures of depression is if you convert that into rage, you can't be depressed. Mm. So if you're if you have rage, you are no longer depressed, like by default. Mm. And so, what I did was I, I converted that into rage and I took that rage and I took it to the gym. (laughs) <laughs> and so I got, I, I was literally like a fucking bodybuilder. That's smart for a while. Like I That's was smart. fucking super yoked. Yeah. When I was over there, and I was just went like, super hard. Yeah. These I, are I, anger muscles. Yeah. I went to the gym <laughs> twice a day, every day, hard as fuck. Like literally, one day I was going Damn, to the gym. You're probably super shredded. Yeah. I, I was going to the gym, and I, I, um, I was walking out of a building, and I stepped on like a plastic piece, and I fucking rolled my ankle, and it fucking popped super loud. And I was like, I went into shock. Like, it was so fucking painful. I went to the doc, and I was like, I'm pretty sure my ankle's fucking broken. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, we're not going to give you an x-ray. You, you're probably okay. I'm like, I can't fucking walk on this shit. Yeah. Like, I literally couldn't walk on it. Uh, eventually, I had to, like, advocate to get crutches, and they didn't want to give me medication. I had Jesus. to actually, I had to get somebody, a friend of mine who actually had spine surgery, like, a couple months prior to that. He gave me some of his medication so I could just, like, live through it. And because I said it wasn't broken a week later actually it was less than a week later i was back on the elliptical just like running on it and six months later i went to a real doctor and they x-rayed it i broke my tibia off into my ankle and it's still like that today it's like yeah you should probably go to like an orthopedic surgeon and like you know have surgery and i was just like well i can walk on it now so i don't i don't really give a shit but true story to this day my like my tibia is still broken off into my ankle it's not fixed oh, what the that's how angry i was in iraq i was like i didn't give a shit I'm still gonna lift. I'm still gonna do what I got to do, and just like put that part of my life mm. to the side. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then, but did you get to deal with it later, or is it still off to the side somewhere? Like
0: the rage? I'm. You. Know, I'm.
1: Did <laughs> you just moved on?
0: This is the happiest that I've been in my adult life. Yeah, my adult life is like right now. Like, it's uh, good to hear. I'm yeah, very being happy with for KMAC, you. having uh, having Riley, uh, it's it's a good life.
1: Yeah, it like, looks like a good life. You know. I. uh definitely applaud you for that
0: uh, and jujitsu, it <laughs> helps out with like the rest of it you know what I mean yeah yeah so you um, what do you mean I, I know you were doing jujitsu for a little while very just a um, couple and you've of times lo- you've lost count. weight you're not as chubby I d- I anymore have lost
1: weight. <laughs> oh man I was looking at some photos of myself dude you really don't realize how bad you look oh yeah until you lose the weight yeah and there's enough of a you lose enough weight to you, to you actually see the difference. You're like, oh, I was actually disgusting.
0: <laughs> you got to be really honest with yourself, man, you know. <laughs>
1: no, but even when you're trying to be honest with yourself and you're in it, it's harder to see. If I went yeah. back to it, I would definitely feel it more. But I think, um, uh, yeah, I lost weight. I just, you know, I've been uh, eating better and I've been cooking more. I've been learning to cook from my mom. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's actually really cool. Um, I'm working on a... Um, cookbook with all the recipes
0: so are you doing like uh are you doing any like korean food
1: it's all well korean and it, also some other stuff but she, she does different like what
0: things. other stuff like,
1: like just italian food or, okay like a nice mix all right yeah mostly korean though i mean definitely got to get all the korean ones korean ones first
0: i love korean food i think it's like oh really oh yeah yeah
1: dude i gotta i'll make you some food then
0: yeah definitely wait make you some like food. kimchi yeah, I like kimchi. it's mean, it's a good source of uh, shit. What is that called? Fermented stuff. Yeah, no, it's like the fermented. But like a thing. Probiotics. There yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, the the sauce, like the red. Red pepper sauce that um, they use. It was like for gochujang.
0: There you go. Yeah, I can't say that shit. They, I'm black. Uh, It's all good. <laughs> and uh,
1: I can't dance. I'm Asian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, that's true. But uh, both things are true. But that doesn't necessarily mean Filipinos could dance. By the way, so just because you're Asian doesn't
0: mean you the Philip. Uh, I'm gonna say this is kind of might be kind of racist, so but blood. people are gonna that's laugh. Blood. Yeah, they Filipinos are the Mexicans of like the Asians. <laughs> They are. It, there's.
1: It's funny how you could find the parallels. I don't know if that's an insult. It depends on how you feel about Mexicans. To me, it's not I an insult. I love Mexicans. as well, and I love Mexicans and Mexican food. I actually same
0: same last names. Yo, that's also true. I
1: dude, I realized I might speak Spanish a little better than Korean.
0: Really? <laughs> well, it's,
1: which means I can't yeah. speak Korean.
0: Yeah, I mean, what are you? California,
1: like. I tend to understand Spanish, but, um, no, but I think, uh, what were we talking about before we went off on the, the, um,
0: Sorry, I do that a lot.
1: Oh, the Korean paste. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 Korean food. But I'm learning it, and, um, uh, I will someday, I'm trying to come up with my own recipe. Like, I come up with crazy ideas, dude. I have, yeah. um, I, I mean, I make, like, a really good turkey burger that's, like, You know, these different, it's like garlic powder, onion powder, and turmeric, and fucking red pepper, and all this stuff. But I come up with crazy ideas. Like, one of the ideas I have is called the carb sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's basically pasta (laughs) in between two slices of garlic bread.
0: Why would you do this? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> reacts like that. Everybody reacts oh, like that. I'm saying that only because like I- I'm mostly keto, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. to me it's like that, to me that's like a disaster. That but is more than a disaster. It probably tastes really fucking good.
1: Uh, that, I think so, dude. If you like um, spaghetti or pasta or like think about like a meatball sandwich, except you get the the pasta noodles in it as well or the pasta know, yeah, like whatever. Okay. Anyways, that's one idea. Um,
0: so you lost weight eating like that, like with a uh, with no, one, no, one, no. One I I never okay. Made that. I okay. Never made that. Okay. Okay. That's an idea.
1: <laughs> it's an idea. That's that's an idea. I want to make it. I came up with my restaurant name. It's called Fat Henry's. Okay. And uh, it's basically what it is. It's like a burger joint, but it's experimental. So there's like three permanent items, which is like a burger, a chicken sandwich. And a vegetarian sandwich. You and just, then everything else, the menu changes every month. Nice. And so I'll just come up with really crazy stuff. I'm, I'm thinking about doing, if you like Korean food, um, this is why I'm bringing it up. If you like Korean food, have, have you ever had Korean spicy pork?
0: Uh, I probably have.
1: Dude, it's really good. So I want to do a pulled pork sandwich, but Korean spicy
0: stuff. Nice. All right. Dude. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, man, I got to... So, I'll hook you up someday.
0: Yeah, I love full pork because I, I like yeah. getting uh, some... I actually have a pork butt in my freezer right now. Oh, nice. But I need to, like, get out of there and, like, cook. Nice. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, Koreans, they, they have, like, some of the best barbecue, like, ever.
1: That is true. Koreans like, love barbecue. I noticed, actually, I was thinking the other day, there's a lot of parallels between Koreans and black people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. They love... And, and this, I hope... This doesn't get into sensitive territory because I'm bringing up stereotypes. Well,
0: but. I already said Filipinos are Mexicans, so yeah, that's true. I guess we're only Plus, we're the on races. the Black and Yellow podcast, yeah. so you know, <laughs> fuck
1: it. But um, uh, Koreans love fried chicken.
0: Yeah. They love That's fried no chicken, yeah. dude.
1: They love it so much, they have their own version of fried chicken that they will make restaurants like Korean Bonchon. Like Bonchon, yeah, it's, it's the exactly. fucking best. That's oh, what I was, was going say, yeah. It's so
0: good. I had some, I went to a place called, well, I order all the time. Yeah. I've never been to this location at all. Yeah. It's a place called Wen's Cafe, and it's in Castro Valley. Yeah. And I usually get, I don't know if it's fucking Korean food or whatever, but uh, I got some of their fried chicken, like, wings today. Yeah. They were so fucking good.
1: So bomb. And, and no, I mean, they love fried chicken. That's yeah. why they... In Korea, they have tons of fried chicken joints. I think right? it's a Vietnamese,
0: and, Vietnamese place. It's Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, so that's one thing. They also love watermelon. Like, yeah. I've never met a Korean family that doesn't love watermelon. They also were oppressed by a group of people.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Multiple groups of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're talking about Not, the Japanese. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Not as, I would say, in modern day, though, obviously, doesn't compare to, you know, the black plight in in America, but uh you know we weren't actually slaves but they were trying to erase us so yeah. you know it was definitely you know a lot of genocide going on but um but anyways that's uh and also Koreans love music love dancing all that shit all the K-pop stuff K-pop is fucking great yeah
0: yeah i still like uh when i first was introduced to like BTS and like rap monster right. i was like holy shit and like all the mm-hmm. and it's funny because like K-pop is like right now. It's like the the last time I was like listening to K-pop, they were like stuck in like the 90s R&B mm-hmm, era mm-hmm. and it was like so heavily drawn upon like African American culture right. in the 90s. I was like this is like a love letter to African Americans. Yeah. And it's just like it was so cool like for me to see that this that our culture like reached around the world to somewhere where I never would have thought it would have reached.
1: Yeah. Although I I have to say that I don't think Koreans are very nice to black people in Korea.
0: Really? Uh, from what
1: I've heard, yeah. I gotta go to Korea and find it's out. Kinda, you gotta find out. I'll just punch you I it mean, in my face. Yeah, exactly. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I condone that. Oh. But, but
0: it's weird because, like, uh, I guess the word "niga" in uh-huh. Korean doesn't mean the N word, right? It's like a, it's a different word or a different saying. Oh. So you know, that's how much Korean. Oh, you oh don't like know. mine. Is it doesn't mean mine. Yeah. So Something like when I like actually, I don't know. I might be wrong. Well, when we we're first like I, listening to like uh, yeah. you know K-pop videos, like they would say Niga. and I was like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, They definitely aren't saying that. <laughs> yeah, Although they not, have
0: been accused of um,
1: appropriating, uh, you know, rap culture and not honoring, honoring it. You know.
0: Well, the the thing to me is like, listen, if if how are you going to honor rap culture when you're not really a part of it here in America? I think. Part of you appreciating it is, like, reproducing it in my I mind. mean, that's
1: true. And also, people just don't. I mean, I look, I, I was driving from L.A. with one, one of my homies. And, uh, you know, he's a little bit older. And he wanted to listen to rap. and uh, But, he you know, he wanted to listen to 80s hip-hop. Mm. So we listened to that the whole way up. And it was super dope. But listening to it, I realized, like, whoa, there's so many of these songs that I never knew. Yeah. And I always thought, you know, I grew up on Tupac and Eminem and all that shit, and uh, so I thought I loved hip hop. But then I was like, well, I thought I loved hip hop, but I didn't even know about all this '80s hip hop. Oh yeah. So I clearly didn't actually truly know and appreciate the culture as deeply as I thought I did, you know. You so li- if you're on the other side of the world, you know. Yeah, it's like wait, that, that's why the that's why it's they're more behind. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You ever listen to Gil Scott Heron, like the first actual rap artist?
1: Uh, is that who they sample a lot from?
0: Uh, they sample some stuff, oh, yeah. too, but they don't give him, uh, like, enough, enough credit. credit. Yeah, he's, like, the first, like, real Didn't he do artist. a
1: collab with Nas recently?
0: I don't know. I, I think, think he's... I think he passed is he away. Dead? Uh, yeah, I think or so. Or maybe I he's one of yeah. his tracks,
1: sorry. He's yeah. probably sampled it, but, um... Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, is I thought I loved hip-hop, but I didn't... You could love hip-hop and not know it as well. You know, it's just like marrying somebody and never learning their language. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yo, that's so sad, because you're missing, like, this whole big part of who they are. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't love them, but it's also like, you know, if you could put more time into learning and and being able to honor them better, then I think that you'll appreciate it more, but... um, but anyways, yes. So those are those are the parallels for Koreans and, and Blacks, and uh, I think uh, we should. You know what would be dope is if if we had a fried chicken party.
0: That would be dope. So hold on, I was gonna say this before. <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because like years ago, when I first came back to America, uh-huh. um, we used to do like when I got like my core group of friends like back uh, at my old place in Union City, we would do ethnical f- eth- ethnic ethnic food night. Jesus yeah. Christ, ethnic food night every year at my place. Oh really? Yeah, and so everybody were like bringing like their ethnic foods out. Oh, that's a cool idea. And that's it a better was idea. so fucking cool. That sounds really good. Yeah, so I'm gonna bring it back here eventually. Nice. Once when, you're set up. Once I'm set up better. Let's do um, it. Because yeah, because I had this chick name. Uh, her name was. Oh, can I say her anyone here? I'm not gonna do it. Her name was something. Yeah, she was she was Asian. Uh, some sort of Asian. I'm not gonna say <laughs> which. But um, this is a person who I didn't think could cook it. Like, well, You're gonna know who what ethnicity she is now because I'm gonna say the type of food, but. She said that she was gonna make some lumpia one day, uh-huh. and I was like, "I don't even think he fucking cook.
1: Is that the Willy Wonka nationality? <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> just like,
0: kidding. Honestly, I was like, I didn't believe that she could even cook. Yeah. And then she brought like, like three trays of lumpia, and mm. it was so fucking Lumpia's good. Pretty good. I was like, "Damn!" And then like one year, uh, somebody made chitlins, and I was like, "No, thank you," because
1: <laughs> I never had chitlins. Don't.
0: Okay. It's just fucking intestines, man. Okay, I, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with. Uh, I'm not going to eat food for uh the serfs, all right? Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't need to eat that many organ meats mm. at this point in time in my life. uh it, you have to clean them it smells like shit when you're cooking them. Mm. There's no real way of getting around it, so but yeah, we, like every year we' do like ethnic food. that's a cool idea night and it was it was awesome.
1: I like that uh what else? This doesn't have to be a crazy long episode, but we should definitely catch up.
0: Uh it is not. Um, so, hold on. So, since you did some jiu-jitsu, we have to talk about a little bit about it. Okay. Um, so, you did jujitsu at, what, CSU East Bay for a little bit?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even want to say it like that. I, I went, like, three times total. Oh, three know? times total? That's not enough to say I was oh, good. Oh, so you
0: think you can fuck me up now then, huh? Dude, if, <laughs> if, you,
1: if you had no... If you had both arms tied behind your back and... One ankle tied to your thigh. Okay,
0: yeah, that'd be pretty. I'm fine. pretty sure. Yeah. I, could get you. <laughs> I was gonna say two hands. I was like, oh, I gotta get, I got an okay chance. You got a chance. Yeah. Although
1: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, I, we talked a long time ago about Jay. Yeah, and you said that he'd be able to take me with no hands, but he didn't. He didn't. No. Oh shit! I got him.
0: Oh, you got him. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, he's uh he's still a white at this yeah, point, right? He's very yeah, very beginner
1: compared to you, I'm sure.
0: No, I mean he's. Jay is good. I haven't rolled with him in a long. Oh no, time. he choked
1: me out plenty of times at, yeah. at the at Hayward. After that, yeah. But um, uh, in a in a fair fight, he's definitely going to get me. But but I'm just saying he's not good enough to get me with no hands. So <laughs> I, I, I just got to stake my claim. <laughs> he's not good enough I, with fifty
0: percent less of his exactly uh, the two most
1: major ones. that it's <laughs> yeah. for use. But I loved it. I definitely am still planning on going back. So I uh, um. I just got to, you know what, I just got to get my schedule, my affair. But I, this year has been going good because I've been really, like, truly organizing my life and, and myself in a way that I've been trying to for, like, 20 years, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so so I'm feeling good, actually. I think, uh, uh, so I definitely want to do jiu-jitsu. Jiu- jiu- um, it was just super fun. I think uh, uh, it's got everything that I need because it's physical fitness competition like learning the uh the thoughtful aspect like the chess-like aspect of yeah. it uh i mean how deep that goes um you know how connected you are with your body i mean there's so much i mean i think it's um although i did realize i mourned my career a little bit because i realized like it is definitely an hours game like putting in hours to get oh yeah better. definitely so yeah. I, there's no way i can Spend enough hours to get to a certain level if I had started earlier, you know.
0: I mean, you can. I mean, I started jiu-jitsu when I was like, shit, like maybe 34. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a purple belt right now. Okay. I could, uh, yeah, I could definitely do it. You're yeah, right. Yeah, you can, get can do it. Level.
1: But I got to put in the work, though. That's yeah,
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, that's when, There's like no way around the work. No, 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 no. Because, no. like, so, people that come in right now, like, it, it's funny because, like, you know, I roll with white belts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me, it's like, rolling with a baby I
1: know
0: and I'm just like listen man it's completely helpless when I when I was a white belt <laughs> well when I first started I was worse than you like I, I was terrible at jiu-jitsu when I first started mm-hmm. and I, I learned how to do stuff and I I developed my own game and I understood my own game and that's when I started getting good is when I started develop, and what, once I got injured too I had a, a really bad wrist injury that I really upped my game because I, I I actually rolled with one hand for like four or five months <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I was just like I'm not going to stop I'm a, I'm a stupid-ass Marine, so I'll just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that like, really catapulted like my skills in Jiu-Jitsu. And mm. I think that most people that they come in to do Jiu-Jitsu, and they come in for like the first couple of sessions, and they're just like, oh, well, I'm bad, so I'm going to quit.
1: Oh, dude, wait, hold on. I missed the whole essential part of this story, how I beat Jay.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Okay? So um, he, he'd been like, a little aggressive and talking smack, you know? And so I knew we were going to have to wrestle, you know? So what happened was I waited until... He, he actually wrestled this other kid first who, like, did wrestling in high school. Mm-hmm. And then and they beat that guy. And then when he's a little tired, I, I challenged him. And then, so what he did was, is he got on the ground, right? And he was waiting for me. Mm. <laughs> so I stood over him, and I started humping the air. <laughs> what
0: the fuck, man?
1: <laughs> exactly. Just to throw him off. Just to throw him <laughs> off, right? I just started <laughs> humping the air in front of him. And then, as just right when he was like, what the hell are you doing? I jumped on him, and then we started running. So I used my horrifying sexual moves (laughs) to distract him i will do anything to win a fight you know and um and so that's how i got the jump on him you know what i'm saying i got past his guard by air humping this is the first time in jiu-jitsu anybody has gotten past a guard with with air humping i guarantee you. you won't find it on youtube anywhere and um so uh so i was thinking like I'm so spontaneous and random and weird like with everything I do that I think I would bring that to jiu-jitsu as well. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was thinking, dude, imagine how pissed... You would be if you were in a competition and somebody just started whispering really weird shit to you while you're wrestling.
0: You know? Well, you know, it's funny. So you're, you're not supposed to do that. I know that. Um, <laughs> well, actually, if you do that enough, like in competition, they'll, they'll, they'll no, ban They'll ban Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you could do like but some fucking a shit. little comments yeah. once in a while. They say like, really weird shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk to people, like people that I, I know in Jiu Jitsu, yeah. like I roll with all the time. I talk to them when I'm rolling. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It, but it's kind of like generally speaking, yeah, like a no-no. It
1: looked, I, I know, but I'm saying I would. I wouldn't be above it once in a while just to see how somebody would react.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, like, today, um...
1: Or what if you just did really weird, like, they're watching you warm up and instead of stretching, you're just, like, humping the air. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, just doing really weird shit (laughs) and then, like, they're just gonna go in off balance. You just gonna
0: fuck them. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: it's it's kind of funny, actually, because, you know, like, for instance, the game of chess is so mental, it's insane. You know, in terms of your personality and who you are, and your weaknesses and strengths, coming out on the board once you get to a certain level, obviously. But um, I feel like it that there's so many parallels in jiu-jitsu to chess yeah. that it's great. Like you don't realize it until you get in, because people will say, "Oh, it's like chess," and you're like, "Oh, you're thinking the moves and blah, blah blah." You know, sequences, whatever. But really, it's it has way more deeper parallels than that.
0: Yeah, because you know? to me, I mean, like when I roll people, it's like, especially with like. Probably belts and below it's like to me it's like it's a game of traps yeah it's like I'm just putting you in positions to where you're gonna react to where I know where you're gonna go and yeah. I'm just gonna fucking tap you there exactly you know I mean? <laughs> <And> like, like,
1: <laughs> like for instance I have a friend that we play chess together and um, he I gotta
0: get back into chess I used to be pretty good
1: yeah and he, he uh, we're about equal except I would say he has better memory and better like uh, logic skills you know I'm more expressive you know so that
0: means that he's actually better is that what you're trying to say like in a milky way
1: but here's that's the thing is he should be better oh but i went on like a seven game tear oh shit where i just destroyed him and it was so (laughs) fiendishly simple it just required me to say little things
0: just fuck with him. make yeah (laughs) like
1: i'll be like oops didn't mean to do that (laughs) but say it in a way like i meant it yeah you know and i was like wow that's why like um when I was reading, like, the biography of the, the guy that was the next Bobby Fisher, the Josh Waitskin, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how, you know, in those tournaments, it all comes down to that. It's, like, just psyching each other out yeah. and, like, coming up with little ways. And you're it's like playing poker almost. Like, you're trying to figure out what's real and what's not about what the person's presenting in front of you. Yeah. You know, and, like, it could even just be as simple as, like, you pick up a chess piece, you act like you're going to move it somewhere, and then you hesitate, and then you bring it somewhere else. Like, like little things to just misdirect him and or or I would say things to egg him on because he he'd be like very like likes to play like in a very aggressive style so I would just be like murder murder murder
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know and then, so it's like I, I don't know I guess um
0: no I told totally to get it yeah um the other I think it was last weekend I got to roll with uh, a black belt mm-hmm. and well I, I mean I roll with my instructor all the time you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I love doing it because it, it, it really humbles me, yeah, right? I mean, sure. I, I get him every and again, but if, when it came to, like, the, the game of numbers, like, uh-huh. nine times out of ten, he's tapped me. Uh-huh. It, 9.9 times right. out of ten, right. he's tapped me. But, I, you know, As I get him every now and again. But it, so I was running with a uh, guest black belt the other day. And, uh, you know, I go... Like, I am I have... there's In jiu-jitsu, it's really weird because there's, like... When you get to the purple belt, you can be... You could do certain moves at a black belt level, sure. And for me, it's like uh, Kimura's and straight arm locks. Okay, like that's at a higher level. It might, might not be black belt, but it's at least fucking brown belt. It's like
1: it's like going to the touching the going to the ceiling and touching the floor of the black belt
0: level. Yeah, yeah. So I started rolling with this black belt, and they were going to pass my guard, and this is in like literally ten seconds of the roll. I locked on this straight this mm. this Kimura to straight arm lock, mm. and I was just like. Whoa, <laughs> and and I got I got the person with the with the like eventually, and it was just it got to a point where I'm like, do I have to break this break this person's arm? Because I was like putting so much torque on the arm, and I was just like, I don't want to break their arm, but I mean, they're black belts, so they should know when to tap, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, that's, what's weird about jujitsu is like, there's certain things that you can be like super specific at where, right. like, where you get the position just where like master it. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like that. It's see, that's another parallel to chess. Cause a lot of people study openings and they'll pick like certain openings that yeah. just really work for them or like little patterns that they want to steer you into, you know? Um, but yeah, I could see myself being the weirdo of jujitsu. I don't think that, that would kind of make me the heel, though, you know, because I don't want to, like, disrespect the sport. He's
0: got to have fun, that's be, all. I would definitely yeah. have fun,
1: but I would definitely f- fuck with people. I think uh, uh, even if I, like, when I was doing boxing, I wanted to do weird shit, like go into the um, first punch, like a barrel roll, like Blanca from
0: Street, <laughs> Street Fighter. Uh, yeah. Like,
1: imagine if you were in a fight, and then somebody just rolled on the ground and then just popped up and punched up <laughs> you. Like, you would just be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Now, you have to connect, though, because if but you miss on that... Then I think
0: you you'd match. be surprised. Like, it'd, be, it'd be difficult to do, because once you're rolled, it's like you're open.
1: Oh, no, I, yeah. I think it would be hard. I, don't, I think there's... But, you know, you see people like, for instance, Conor McGregor, like how unorthodox he was when he came out, you know, well, think, how that worked to his advantage. Even. Well,
0: if, if you actually watch Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. like, fights, he's actually not that unorthodox. Like, mm-hmm. his... His main things are like boxing and sort of like a karate stance for like yeah, a lot yeah. of the shit. So it's actually more traditional than most people that outside of the martial arts yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But his thing is is that his uh, I think it's his left hand. Mm-hmm. He has so much power in that hand that it will just crumple most people. He's just
1: looking for that opening.
0: Yeah, but his, his like his grappling skills are so obviously mediocre. Yeah, he got destroyed by... Yeah, that the, that yeah. that's like a huge hole. I mean, yeah. like honestly, if I had to roll with Conor McGregor, I, I'm fairly certain that I would come out on top at least 7 out of 10 times. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That seems very deficient for an MMA champ.
0: Well, no, actually it's not. Uh, You know, most MMA fighters, um, um, they're blue belt at best. I mean, Mm -hmm. as far as like grappling goes. I mean, some of them might be purple belt. Obviously, other ones like uh, Demian Maia. I mean, he's legit black belt. Mm -hmm. There's other legit black belts, but like the vast majority of fighters their grap- grappling is is not great. But let me give a caveat. Alright, if I was if I'm just rolling with Rigor, if you can't punch me, obviously I'll have a greater success story. Mm-hmm. If he could punch me, that'd be a totally different story. Of course.
1: Then like, you're t- like, his Yeah, his game. fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like if he can
0: punch me I'm gonna fucking lose yeah. like ten out of ten times. Like even with like, hey let's let's grapple, um we get to the ground and that's when we start. If he can punch me on the ground, I'm probably fucked. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, more than likely.
1: How much money would somebody have to pay you to fight Mike Tyson in his prime?
0: Oh, 50 grand. I mean, I'll fight <laughs> him. Yeah.
1: In his prime?
0: Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's easy money.
1: <laughs> Why? Because you're just going to take one punch and lay down? Yeah, I'm going to take a Let's nap. Say 50 grand. Let's say you can't.
0: Let's say you can't.
1: say I can't. Okay, well, <laughs> let me rephrase that. you
0: have to start a round? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Okay. To survive around, I think uh, I think a million dollars to survive around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like a million dollars, yeah.
1: Oh my god.
0: But if it's just like just get in there and just like take a punch, I'm like, yeah, it sucks. How much
1: sure. money if you have to fight to the death?
0: To the death? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. That's totally I'm not gonna take that fight. <laughs> actually, no, right now? Uh, like Actually right now. I mean, he's older. Um, I know how to grapple, so... No
1: grappling, though. I'm saying boxing match. Oh,
0: just boxing? Yeah. I'm not talking that fight.
1: <laughs> yeah, he you would know. still... Destroy.
0: Because I, I've seen him, like, yeah. at his age right now. Still punching. Dude. Yeah. I saw some videos,
1: too. His movements are still... Oh, no, so no, no, weird. no. He's, it's baked into him. Yeah. He's just... He's gonna have to be, like... I Honestly, he's gonna have to be, like, almost 80 years old, I think, before he can't knock me out.
0: Yeah, his, like... <laughs>
1: Maybe the, even then he might be able to fucking old man strength knock me out.
0: His like side to side movement and his, the Ridiculous, torque that he puts right? on his punches. is yeah. f- People that, that don't understand like punching power and when you see him, like the way that he moves, you might understand, but the way that he can like uh, laterally move his body to like toss in a punch, mm. it's so fucking unnatural to me. So mm. like how quickly he can do it, at his, especially at his age. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was definitely champion for a reason.
0: Yeah, so compact with his punches.
1: How much money to fight Conor McGregor to the death?
0: To the with grappling or no grappling? And with grappling. With with grappling. <laughs> I got a, I think I got a, I got a better chance than Mike Tyson with no grappling with with but no I'm saying, grappling. Would you so. take that? But I, I probably still wouldn't take it. Yeah, anymore. I wouldn't no, take it. Either. I wouldn't take it. I mean, because his punching power. I mean, like, I could take a punch, but a Conor McGregor punch, nah, I don't I'll know. Think so. Even though I mean, I have the size. Yeah and i'd probably have a slight grappling advantage but um
1: you'd have to have an you'd have to do a lot of air humps before he drops his guard yeah
0: <laughs> well i the, the thing is, is that for me to really close the distance is that i would have to take damage
1: yeah and i'd have to accept that and even that one punch on the way there yeah could fuck you up yeah I mean, I'm totally uncoordinated and not even... I have zero... I have a negative grappling advantage, so, <laughs> so I would pay money to not fight him.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think it'd be fun. Like, like I think it'd be fun to, like, grapple Conor McGregor to see, like, what his actual grappling, grappling skills, skills were. Are, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, like, in MMA, it's his grappling skills are not that great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But outside of MMA, because obviously he's taking damage. Like, when, when, I, ta- when I talk about grappling, I'm... My assumption is I'm taking zero, gra- zero damage from strikes, mm-hmm. right? If you put strikes in, it's a little different. But also, when I do jujitsu, it's a, it's kind of the same deal. So wh- when I do when I'm doing jiu-jitsu, I'm doing grappling. I don't like using mount at all mm. because I can't punch somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But if I could punch somebody, I'd go to fucking mount all day. Mm-hmm. But because I don't like to, for me to submit somebody from mount, it, it, I'm not that good at it. Mm-hmm. But if I could punch them,
1: yeah. it'd be like way Changes easier. Changes the
0: game. Yeah, like way easier. Mm. <laughs> I mean, because I can get them out, like not that hard. Yeah. But capitalizing on it is, just, is difficult. Same thing with like, uh, like taking the back. Like I'm not good at choking somebody from the back, but I'm, but I'm good at leg locks from the back because I go to like this position called the truck, the truck where I'll just destroy your knee or your calf. Mm. So I'll, 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 I'll take the back to like get points, and then I'll just destroy your your leg. Mm. So.
1: I, I would get destroyed, period.
0: Well, most people would. I mean, most people, they don't they, they shy away from violence in, in any aspect. And I think that's probably the safer approach, but um, I, I don't like being. I don't soft. know if I
1: shy away from violence. I think I just don't have the skills.
0: <laughs> well, if you don't have the skills, you should shy away exactly. from violence. Exactly. So, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, but I, I definitely when I go back, I'm gonna go back to to Hayward first, and then and then get that going, and then, uh, and then I'll look for a gym to go to. I I think I might move next year, so I wanna to where? I don't know. I wanna get a house to to live in, so we'll
0: uh, stay somewhere close. I hope. I mean.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking Union City. or oh, okay, good, yeah, good, good, Fremont good. or
0: something I mean, like the, that. There's some good gyms that are that are out there. So, um, obviously, I mean, CSU East Bay with with Panda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's a good ass dude. Yeah. You know he. It's funny because, um, actually, last week, over the past couple of weeks, he, we've been chatting back and forth because mm. he wanted to get a motorcycle, mm. and he hasn't. He's like fifty something years old right now, mm-hmm. and so he was chatting with me about getting a motorcycle. And so he wanted to. You know, I was giving my input because you know I have two motorcycles. I you know I, I ride like a reasonable person, mm-hmm. and it's funny. He wanted to get like a smaller bike. He was going to get like a two fifty or three hundred, and he found a bike that was actually. Uh, Blue's brother, so Blue from Black on the Blacktowns Infinity. Oh yeah, his brother was selling a bike, and he mm. found it on Facebook mm. uh, Marketplace. Yeah, and so I was like, oh yeah, his bike is probably fine because he didn't. I know he didn't crash it. Mm-hmm. I know he he dropped it and like is on his in his garage or something mm-hmm. like that, but it was fine. And so he bought the bike. We went out to Blue's brother's house, and I I rode it back to his place. We he lives like not far from he lives mm-hmm. not far from CSU East Bay. So yeah, I helped him out and like rode the bike to his house for him and shit like that. And he's, like, he's a he's a great dude. He's, he's a great instructor. Um, I think his method methodology with jiu-jitsu and grappling in general is uh, is very high level. So um, if, if you get a chance to, to, like, train with him, mm-hmm. like... It,
1: Especially if it's free.
0: Yeah, but it's... It, it, getting training from Panda for free is fucking insane. <laughs> like, seriously. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm. Especially when it comes to, like... Because, like, I think one of the main things... With, uh, with jiu-jitsu is like a lot of people, they don't have a, a, a good understanding about takedowns uh, from the jump. What Panda does is he teaches you about takedowns from the jump. Mm. So you're going to have a leg up on anybody that knows jiu-jitsu if you learn from him from the start. Mm, that's good enough. Yeah. And, and, his, and his other understanding, because like me and him, we have a very similar game. Mm. Um, he uses half guard a lot, so do I. Um, he's actually one of the guys who I credit for me learning leg locks because I didn't know leg locks until he showed the shred ankle lock. And then once he showed me that, I was fucking murdering people for a solid six months at my gym with a shred <laughs> ankle lock. Like seriously, it was like it was ridiculous.
1: i've I've discovered because my legs are short, I can't lock my legs around people.
0: You can I can show you not
1: how. very well, though. I know. It's but, a lot easier for them to break out of it because
0: I, I thought the same way. Yeah. But you can also the the half I'm just saying is you. In.
1: Yeah, I was about to say it. Just it made me realize that it's truly a game where you have to maximize your strengths and yeah. play, play with your body type too. Because yep. I don't have the lanky, you know, prototypical, you know, yeah. jiu-jitsu. But here, you want to know a funny thing I discovered. Hmm. The fact that I have no neck has worked to my
0: advantage. <laughs> get, it's easy to just... Uh, dude, it, it's so in. easy. Yeah. There was multiple
1: people that, <laughs> seriously, they would get me from behind. They have me in a straight-up chokehold, right? Yeah. And then I just kind of, like, lean in and just drop my chin down, and it disappears in my neck, and I just, like, slip <laughs> out of it. And they were all super confused, like, you know? See, I was like, oh, shit, I got a turtleneck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing for me, there's, there's like two tricks that... Because people like that. Yeah. Well, like, you can't get it. Yeah. But people, they they forget... So a lot of people that are like... I don't want to say mean, not gotta good. they get that hold really good. People you know? that haven't been doing it for a while, yeah. they forget that... the ceramic, when, when you do a um, a Rinnicka choke, mm-hmm. you don't need the neck.
1: Mm.
0: I can choke you with your chin.
1: Yeah. That's how Connor got submitted, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. If, if, if you if you are doing a renecate choke on somebody and you have their chin... Do the same exact choking. Just choke their chin yeah. and see what happens. Because like then you get everything. Because you get, yeah. yeah, the chin goes down <laughs> yeah, and yeah. eventually their, their, uh, their yeah, jaw yeah, will break. Exactly. So, okay. or if you want to be an asshole, like what, what I like to do is I, I make my, uh, my f- I use my hand. I, I don't know how to explain this with, uh, if you can't see it, but I put my fist, my, my fingers like this. It's like, I'm basically doing like a knife hand mm-hmm. with, I'm, I'm, I can't really explain it. Basically I put it in a certain position and then I, I use my knuckles along your jawline. And no matter how much of a knot neck you might have...
1: Oh, I'll feel you, that.
0: You'll feel, like, the knuckles yeah. going through oh, and right. all the way through. It's yeah. it's an asshole move. I don't do it um, very often uh, if I'm training. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a tournament, I'm going to do it.
1: See, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking... I was watching tournaments on YouTube. And I was thinking, what would my style be? And I'm like, I would definitely have to be careful to not be an asshole. Yeah. Because... Uh, I could see myself definitely doing stuff like that, like, excessively if I had to, you know? like, Because I think about how when I first started playing basketball, when I I was just wild, I didn't know what I was doing, I would just be all up on people no matter what, like, just mauling them, (laughs) like, to the point where some people wanted to fight me, and I truly didn't understand it when I first started. I was like, isn't that how you're supposed to play? And then everybody was like, oh, you're not supposed to, like, bear rape people like they're (laughs) fucking Leonardo DiCaprio when you're playing basketball, like, and... And so, so I'm being conscious of that as I'm as I'm learning jujitsu, and I realized um, it's cool because it's like you're learning and you're developing yourself while you're learning. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I guess in a competition, I mean, if that's not, I guess the, I guess the, it, it I don't know because I've never been in competition, so I don't know what the general line is for what people think is acceptable or. not. I mean, there's
0: rules, but I mean, there's, I mean, been, there's rules, but yeah. you know, like
1: for instance, I watched some match. I forgot it was one of the. Gracie Brothers or whatever and then this other dude that was like really stocky this other dude he quite often he would like you know as he's like grabbing or something he'll just like swipe his hand like across the guy's face or just like put his forearm into his face like just you know like I'm like that would really piss me off if somebody was doing that. It would. <laughs> like
0: I I don't like that's not the way I like to do my right, jujitsu, right. but I but mean, some people do that shit. They do that shit. So yeah.
1: so I realized I was like, Oh, if I'm ever in competitions, I gotta be tough enough to be able to take that. That if or if like they're just digging like you're saying knuckles or chins or things like all over into you. Oh,
0: yeah. Um I, I've had to go up against like even in just like training, people that were like super aggressive, usually wrestlers. Yeah. Where like like digging their forearms right. like all into like everywhere right. like in my face, my yeah. nose, yeah, my yeah. neck. I'm just like, yeah. okay, dude. Yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> if if you want to do that, then I might get aggressive with you. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna be an asshole. I'm gonna use technique, but just using your forearm. It's sh- like I'm not gonna tap from a forearm on my fucking face, right? You know, or on my nose or on my neck. Like, but that takes time and like patience to really understand. Mm. I'm in zero danger from that. Mm. And I think that a lot of people that are not good at jiu-jitsu would do stuff like that, you know.
1: So also, for me to compete, I would be in a situation where, let's say if I'm 160. I'm not 160 right now, but let's say I was 160.
0: So in uh, Never Gonna happen, Happenville.
1: <laughs> I'm 168 or 169 right oh, now.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I lost a lot. I could get there, but yeah. but um, wouldn't that put me at the bottom of that weight class
0: so 165 Cause it goes from like oh
1: 165 is yeah, a marker. yeah that's
0: that, that's one of the. so markers, i could be right? more on
1: the higher end of the other weight class then
0: yeah i mean you have to if you wanted to cut which i wouldn't recommend at yeah. your age i mean uh-huh
1: no i will uh, only do what my natural weight should be based on eating healthy and working out
0: yeah that's good i mean you can definitely if you if you want to cut weight you can, you can i have to 100 lose
1: weight i right? got fat to lose but right. I, I don't want to like, for instance, I watched fights where... Who was that guy recently that cut... Was it Holloway or whatever? Who
0: Max Holloway?
1: Yeah, he cut, like, crazy... He went to 145 or some shit like that.
0: All well, um, those guys, they just... Dude,
1: he looked sick.
0: They're like, they're knocking on door. Got, yeah. And
1: then he got his ass whooped. And I realized, from just from watching that one fight, I was like, oh, if you cut... There's a floor. Like, yeah. if you cut too much, you are giving the other person the advantage. Because if that's their natural weight they're going to have more power than you are, you know, even if, yeah, I mean more, I don't know what it is. It's just life force.
0: Yeah. They have more vitality. Yeah. Oh, the thing is, I mean, listen, I, when I was like a larger guy, Mm. I used to cut weight all the time. When I was like, I would have to cut weight to get to like two Oh five, you know what I mean? And I was like, it wasn't great. Like I would literally, I, I had to cut all carbs. I had to cut all salt. I would, I would, I literally bought like a little sit down sauna And I would watch TV for like an hour in that fucking sauna and just fucking suffer. You know what I mean? I'd work out a little bit to get a sweat on and hop in that sauna sauna, and just fucking—I would just suffer. And that was me at like two oh five. And then once I figured out like how to actually eat properly Mm -hmm. and like how to find where my natural weight was at, I figured out the ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting.
1: Yeah,
0: I went down to like one sixty eight, like it was no problem at all. Mm. And that was like far less than like what I thought. What I thought at the time was my ideal weight Mm. class. Because when I thought that my ideal weight was like, you know, 185 to 205 pounds. Mm. And then once I started eating correctly, like all the fucking extra fat just like came off. And I I felt so much better. Oh, yeah. And like right now I'm like about like 177. Mm -hmm. But I try to stay between like 168 and like 175.
1: Okay.
0: And if you'd have told me that, 10 years ago i'd have been like you're fucking insane <laughs> like uh, why would i want to be that light like i, I wouldn't be comfortable at that like at that weight but you well gotta... in high
1: school i was 155
0: well that's high school though man i know I so mean... i'm saying
1: 160 sounds like it could yeah. be reasonable for me could be yeah if i'm living well the right way
0: i think if, if i got but yet... if
1: i'm doing muscle though it could be 165 i guess
0: you could yeah, yeah. but you have to i mean there's sacrifices to be made
1: Oh yeah, I know. I'm doing. I'm taking the sacrifices very slowly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard, especially like when you when you're in a land of abundance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't need to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I I could feel sort of you, you feel sort of better, but not really.
1: Well, I'm losing weight for my future self because I'm definitely feeling feeling like okay, if I don't do this now, the 50 year old me is gonna be fucking fucked. Yeah. Like so. Do it for the future me.
0: I, I do the same thing, but there's also some things where I'm just like, that's future me problems.
1: <laughs> that's also true. Yeah. like, I, like I, There's a lot of issues in my life I haven't addressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, my left
0: knee's kind of fucked right now. And I've been, oh, like, yeah. I've been ignoring that for the past, Actually, I think, year.
1: Actually, dude, dude, my left knee has been fucked for, like, I realize it might be almost, it's like eight years now. Really? I just, and my shoulder. Dude, I can't, um lift this shoulder
0: the same. uh,
1: And it hurts and it actually pops when I try to rotate it. Really? Well, I was playing basketball and I crashed into somebody who had like probably like 50 pounds on me Mm -hmm. and it just like crunched I heard the crunch you know and then my arm was dead for a little bit and so I was talking to a physical therapist he's like yeah probably something probably broke or tore and just never healed right
0: I was gonna say look at yeah I see a physical therapist
1: (laughs) but the thing is I need more than a physical therapist I need to actually see what it looks like yeah so I know Yeah. yeah and same thing with my knee my left knee has been screwed and I've been ignoring both of these problems for definitely five five years plus so um
0: well, I think like since we last talked, I had like a serious injury. Did I tell you about this. So I had a, a cervical neck sprain.
1: Oh yes, well I, I saw on social media.
0: Yeah, so like I fucked my neck up like really bad doing jujitsu, and it was like it was a freak accident. It wasn't like a, I didn't tap or anything like that. Like I, I literally, I fell wrong uh, because somebody had my hand and I didn't recognize it, and I fell, and I just and your hand didn't support you. Well, no, he had my hand. I, I, I couldn't, so I couldn't put my hand out. Yeah. And so I just felt like all my body weight was on my fucking head. And just all kinds of pops <sighs> happened. And I was like, oh, something's fucked up. But you know what? Let's just keep going. So I, I literally rolled three more times after that. And then I was on the way home and I'm driving. And all of a sudden, like, the the motion that I could do with my neck kept narrowing and narrowing oh my God. until I couldn't fucking move my oh, head anymore. That's crazy. And I was just like, well I guess I'm going to the ER now. Yeah. So yeah. That's wild. So yeah, I, I, I had a cervical neck sprain and I had to, you know, get physical therapy um for a good number of months and just like recently I recognize that I it's back to almost normal now to where I can I'm kinda comfortable with my neck, but it was like a long time it was like super sketch, dude.
1: But is there a certain point where you're gonna have to stop being like that where you're like, Oh something's hurt. Let's just keep rolling. Because at a certain point, it's going to become <laughs> just pride, and it's not actually helping you ex- yeah. excel, right? No, I mean,
0: I, I totally, you're, you're totally correct. It, <laughs> it should, I mean, I'm 40 years old at this point in time. It should have already passed at, yeah. at this point in time, but.
1: Well, I think these days we are more vital at at later ages than previous generations, but some
0: of us can be, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: I think at a certain point, but you know, it's hard for me to even say that because I definitely have a do or die mentality too about a lot of things. So yeah. it's like. It's almost like you're willing to ruin yourself in one way so that you never give give an inch on the other way that involves, like, your willpower, you know?
0: Yeah, that's I think that's one of the things to where, like, the Marine Corps gave me good things, but that's also, like, one of the fucking terrible things. That's what I'm saying. It's like, me, it's good. Yeah. That's
1: a good mentality if they don't expect you to live that long. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's like we need you to bust through a door where you know somebody's got an AK in there. So, yeah. so we need you to be in do or die mode all the time. Yeah, you know? and that's like some of
0: that shit's still with me. I'm just like but now I can, you're I can, a civilian,
1: man. You gotta make civilian adjustments because, I mean, look, the question is, I guess, how much do you think it's worth it? Because I'll give you an example. When I was playing basketball, and I remember we we're playing against like these kids that were all younger than us. Mm-hmm. I tore my back muscle. Oh, shit. And I froze on this thing. It was like the craziest pain I ever felt in my back. I couldn't move for like 10 minutes, literally. Like, I was just frozen in place. I couldn't even take one step. But instead of stopping, I said, let's just keep playing. And I just, like, literally limped back and forth and shot three pointers. (laughs) Holy shit. Right? And we won, though. And we beat them, and it was such an awesome moment. Almost
0: the victory was worth it, wasn't it?
1: It was worth it, and I was like, "How stupid is this? Yeah. Nobody's even watching us. Yeah. This is You're not, not getting not paid. Being paid. Yeah. This is not on TV." But just for me to know that we won when we shouldn't have, yeah. and that I played through it, but but I had like months of you know um, pain afterwards, you know yeah and and so it's l- you're right i
0: mean it's totally pride and like just knowing <laughs> that i that i can do it and just push through it but there's gonna be there's gonna be a point this is what i've realized as i'm getting older mm. there's gonna be a point to where something happens
1: where it will tell you and it's like
0: well no it's it's gonna be like this is the way you are going to live for the rest of your life <laughs> you know what i mean like there's an injury that's gonna happen and it's gonna be like that's a wrap yeah the rest of your life i mean be dude like i've this. already
1: realized dude my shoulder and my knee is already probably like that because at this point with my shoulder, I don't know if I want surgery to fix it,
0: you know? Get them stem cells, man. You'll be all right. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a funny story As I heard on some podcast. This guy, his, his father and his grandfather were doctors, and they both told him to never go to doctors. And
0: um, Were his, they Asian? Uh, <laughs> no, I think they were, like,
1: Jewish or something. Oh, but, yeah. But apparently his grandfather believed in that so much that, because they thought doctors were just going to fuck you up, you know? The doctor, his grandfather had a stroke. His grandfather, like, crawled to the door, instructed his wife or or son or whatever to get him some, like, coagulants. Took the pills and laid down and was like, well, I'm either going to survive or I'm going to (laughs) die.
0: What the fuck?
1: (laughs) And then he survived. But that's, I mean, I don't know. That's some old school shit, though. But I, I think, you know, it's like you're saying, some things you just, it is what it is, you know.
0: I I and I I get it, you know. It's a, well, what's weird to me is that I keep improving upon myself, like at this age, and it's just like I'm a way better person physically, and mentally than I was when I was in my like yeah. any other point in time yeah. than I am right now. Yeah. I think once that starts declining, I will start changing my opinion on yeah. like the way that I. Um, at least physically abuse myself at yeah, this point Yeah, plus
1: it'll probably be your body telling you more and more, you know? Yeah. And then, and so which,
0: I, it, which it does from time to time. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, I got this Peloton bike, and me and my brother were going to, like, a competition who can get the most miles in yeah. in a month. And I'm not a cyclist. You know, I, I got this bike from my girlfriend, but I'm just like, he, he wanted some help uh, losing some weight, and I'm just like, all right, let's do it, you know? But I noticed that over the past couple of days, like, the my my quads when I when I get off that thing because I, I go fucking hard and I, I get off the bike and it felt like my my quads were like a a phone book that were slowly getting torn in half mm. like that was the feeling like they were they felt like they were dry and mm. getting yeah. torn in half Ugh. and I was like I want to keep riding but uh, I need to fucking fix this pain yeah and so I was looking up like all these like procedures and like how to like get that pain out of there so I found out like this. I think it's called like the gastron Gaston thing, Grastron or something like that. It's basically like the, it's, a, it's' a it's like a thin metal steel bar that you use and you just oh, yeah, yeah, scrape yeah I've seen that yeah. that shit out, yeah and see, I just bought one of those just fucking scrape yeah. the shit out of my my thighs and my calves, yeah, I felt so much better, I think that technology definitely helps me like, stay physically active sure. than before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think if I – after I did that, if I still felt bad – this is my first day off of the, of the bike in, like, 13 days. But mm-hmm. um, if I still felt bad, I might have taken some days off. But I'm going to take a couple of days off anyway because I, I don't really have a choice at this point in time. But not because of physical things, but because I have other shit going on.
1: I mean, like, for instance, I would always pull my hamstrings when I played basketball. stretch, bro. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Even when I stretched and then um – but it's definitely not i mean not stretching enough but but the thing is i always knew something was wrong with it and then uh finally when i saw a physical therapist the other week he said that my quads were over hyper extended yeah and so it caused my hamstrings to overcompensate and then uh, i would tear it when i'm running or doing like start stop you know really hard so i was like oh it's not just me like i wasn't imagining that uh, you know I wasn't being a bitch, you know. What I mean, yeah. like it was like really fucking me up. So I have to actually deal with that properly before I go hard on it, because otherwise I'm just going to keep tearing it. What's the point yeah. of that, you know?
0: <laughs> Sometimes going hard as fuck isn't always good. You know?
1: Sometimes, let's just say very small percentage of time. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it feels way more fucking manly when you do. I'm just saying. It's
1: just, do you want, when you die, do you want to feel manly or you want to feel good? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? You want to be comfortable or you want to be manly? Because you can't be both.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the things, especially about (laughs) living here in America, is like, they try to shoehorn you into being comfortable all the time. Yeah, that's also true. it's like, you should not be comfortable all the time. And that's what causes you
1: to be obese and weak and all that shit.
0: Yeah, get out of your comfort zone do do some shit that you're not comfortable I, that's why I like doing jiu jitsu I like doing the cycling shit even though I'm not a cyclist you know it, to me doing cycling it sucks you know i i just do it jiu jitsu um uh, when I started I wasn't good at right now i'm i'm okay i'm i mean i'm I'm pretty good at it at this point you know i I could teach people how to do jujitsu. yeah so but I, at the same time you know when I was new I was fucking terrible but do something that you're not good at and learn how to get better at it yeah don't just yeah don't just sit there and do like the shit that you're good at and do it all the time no and are definitely don't do something that you're fucking mediocre at and just keep doing it over and over again get better yeah
1: that's a great way to end this get better just do it be a man be a man man. (laughs) man.
0: (laughs) all right with that uh chronos and hey man We're out this bitch. 36 of these can be fatal.
1: The remainder, (laughs) paralyzing. This fighting style concentrates on the bones, sinews, muscles, and the more fragile joints. The tactic is to wait. Until the antagonist pauses. And that's when the ego claw strikes.